What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. That bastard was up to something. I know it. If I could just get my hands on him earlier this week. I thought you liked him. I sometimes like things that are not good for me. Besides, no way, no how does Buffy put the big hurt on an innocent man. Nice Uncle Ted was dirty. We've got to prove that somehow. Xander, do you have a pen? If Buffy has to go to jail because of that creep, I'm going to lose it. He's got to be in there, Will. A history of domestic violence, a criminal record. Ooh, cookies. I don't get it. Buffy's a slayer. Shouldn't she have... What, a license to kill? Well, not for fun, but she's like the Superman. Shouldn't there be different rules for her? Sure, in a fascist society. Right! Why can't we have one of those? Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and reviewing it, giving our thoughts and reaction. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 11, Ted. <laughs> just <laughs> simple, Ted. Simple title. <laughs> Directed by Bruce Seth Green, written by David Greenwald and Joss Whedon. The original air date was December 8th, 1997, to an audience of 6.09 million people. I think this is the biggest audience that uh, this show's gotten. Yeah, it's got a big guest star in it. Oh, yeah, it does. We got a big old guest star. Yeah, we do. It also made me, like, kind of fond for a time. So John Ritter's in this episode. John Ritter is Ted. And known, it for, like, known for oh, Three's Company, uh, which is yeah, Eight Simple Rules. Uh, eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Was that the whole title? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't um uh Jennifer Lawrence in that show? I think that was one I think that was a no, show that she it was, ran, wasn't she? No, it was Kaylee Cuoco was in it. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Yeah. But that's what I remember him from that because you know that's what that was a sitcom that was on when I was young. But uh, yeah, and then he died. Mm-hmm. But like this episode made me like, oh man, I miss John Ritter. Like he's a, he's pretty he's pretty good. Yeah, he's also in like one of those Chucky e. Child's play movies too, as like a bumbling guard, and he gets murdered in that. Um, but this one, he's also in a movie I watched when I was really young called Stay Tuned, where he's trapped in like a TV show <laughs> and like they're running through television channels, him and his wife or something. Which is I don't remember. I don't know if it's good, but I just remember the concept being interesting. Yeah, that sounds like a fun concept. Um, yeah. Um, it definitely in that time period, too, of like flipping through channels, like <laughs> that yeah. kind of, yeah. But uh, all right, Vance. So shall we get into the episode? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we open up with uh, Buffy and Xander and Willow arguing about Captain and Tennille. Talking about how things are pretty quiet around town because, you know, Spike and Drusilla are at least gone. So they think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even they are casting doubt of like, 
Well, at least they're gone. We don't know if they're dead, but they're gone. <laughs> we know they fell over when you yeah. hit them in the head. We could have... The fire wasn't that crazy. We could have tried to see if we could dig them out and stab them in the chest. But no. Yeah. No. You know vampires always die when... They got trapped underground in a in a bunker once. Like, Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, fine. They're going to be fine. They're fine. Yeah. But they're talking about how things are quiet and... You know, things are getting boring and Buffy's enjoying it. She's zoning out because she likes it when things are quiet. She doesn't want to have to be out killing vampires. And then Xander's like, well, I think I may have totally jinxed us by saying that, though. Yeah. I'm happy they and called that out because they did it once before. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they walk Buffy to her home and her door is unlocked. So immediate suspicion is raised. She hears a glass break. She hears... Her mom screamed no. And then Buffy runs into the kitchen to see her mom smooching on a dude named Ted, who's John Ritter. Just hearing you describe that, what is the what is the order of events that could cause you to break a glass, say oh no, and then immediately start making out? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> like there that, was only like a half a second between her screaming oh no and then buffy busting in it seemed yeah. like it's like they wanted their cake and eat it too they wanted to have the like oh something dangerous happened oh my mom's making out with some dude <laughs> like, yeah it's no way it went from oh should we clean up the glass get over here yeah <laughs> so buffy comes in she's like what the hell is this who is this and your mom's like it's ted we broke a wine glass Sorry, we didn't want you to find out like this. And it's uh, awkward as hell. Um, so then Buffy's mom explains to... I mean, after the music intro, of course. Buffy's mom is... <laughs> I love that you always call out the intro. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so Buffy's mom explains how she and Ted met. Ted's wowing uh, Willow and Xander with his like mini pizza cooking capabilities. Those, he mentions that he like cooks them and then fries them in the uh, the cast iron pan. Those things sounded like bricks when he was putting them on the plate. Yeah, and they did <laughs> they not sounded, look appetizing at all. It so hard. Well, I didn't know what they were at first because yeah. I was looking at them. I was like, is this some kind of pastry? And then Xander's like, this is a great pizza. Yeah. And I was like, it looks like a cookie. <laughs> looks like a Danish or something. Like, what? <laughs> There's only many pizzas, but I don't know if that's the sound they should make when they hit a plate. Yeah, I mean, but Xander loves these things. He tells Ted, he's, he's like, you you got like a million dollar idea right here. You need yeah. to make a company of this. We find out why he loves these things so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the whole time that Ted's winning everybody over, Buffy's really skeptical. And she and her mom are like, or uh, Ted and her mom are like, we want you to be okay with this. And she's like, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll be okay. I'm doing fine. And then smash cut to her just like wailing on a vampire. Well, before that, taking out all her frustrations. There's a line where she like talks to her mom off to the side and she's like, oh, I didn't want you to find her like this. He's like, what, smooching in my kitchen? Yeah, she takes a lot of ownership over this house. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, your kitchen? Like, I, like, that seemed a little uh, presumptuous. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, who, what teen says, oh, mom, you're making out in my kitchen? Like, yeah. what? 
this is my kitchen. This is my house. Yeah. You play by my rules. Yeah, I was like, lots of people in this episode taking ownership over this house that have that don't own the house. The mom does not uh, does not put down a firm hand. You know? No, no, she does not. Yeah, um, but there might be a reason for that. But I think even without uh, what we find out later, she still would be this way. Yeah. So yeah, then we cut to Buffy just like demolishing a vampire, and Giles is standing in the background, kind of like, okay, I think it's. Think you can hit it with the stake now? And Buffy's just wailing on it. Yeah. And uh, Giles is like, okay, it's time for the stake. And then Buffy eventually kills him. And then Giles is like, hey, um, what's going on? You all right? <laughs> and then Buffy's like, you know, I just hate vampires. They always come into town and, and they come into your house and then they fuck your mom. And... <laughs> <laughs> It's like um, the subtext is now becoming text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of like, you sure you don't want to talk about it? She's like, no, yeah, I'm fine. I just hope there's more vampires out here for me to kick ass. And like Giles should be stoked about this. Yeah, but he knows like she's going through something. He's sitting there with that duffel bag on his lap. And I'm like, why are you there? <laughs> like, why are you even here? Just to hand her weapons in case? Um, yeah. Just and, give her a water bottle. And I was wondering why the vampire is even still fighting. If I'm getting right, my, just I'm, run away. I'm running. Yeah, I'm like we've running. seen the vampires run away. Yeah, this one's just like, all right, I'm just getting wailed on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at a certain point, he should jump on the stake and be like, in this. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, I got it. This can't be that <laughs> as bad as what's going on right yeah. now. This is torture. Because yeah. she is just kicking this vampire's ass, dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, Giles talks to her and it's he's concerned. And then the next day at school, Xander and Willow are talking to Buffy about how awesome Ted is. And they think that she should warm up to him and they don't get why she doesn't like Ted. And they're like, uh, you know, I think Ted's really awesome. And Buffy's like, well, at least I don't really have to see him all the time or something. And, and then Ted's at school. Mm-hmm. And he comes up right from behind Buffy while she's talking shit about him. And he's like, hey, I came here to upgrade all of the computers because I'm a software salesman. And I think it'd be great if all of you guys would come play mini golf with me this weekend. And Buffy's like, no, we've got a thing this weekend. And Willow's covering for her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, 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 we got a thing." And then Xander's like, "Fuck that thing! I want to play mini golf." <laughs> yeah, once he says, "Oh, I'm gonna bring uh, mini pizzas and cupcakes and, and cookies. cookies," yeah, yeah. He, and Xander's like, "That's all it takes for me. I'm hooked." Yeah, um, he's like, "We've done that thing yeah. every weekend. That thing can wait. I want to play mini golf." <laughs> I love that they just keep calling it that thing. Um, yeah, and uh, actually, mini golf will be friggin a break from all their what they normally do i guess um yeah absolutely and uh and at this point they think ted's a decent guy um mm -hmm. he's handing he's giving software to uh willow that she couldn't mm -hmm. afford for free so yeah yeah he's winning him over yeah he seems like a good guy and he I, does i have to speak ask you at very this, oddly yeah he speaks odd and he has a little creepy vibe to him at this point what did you think was happening I, I mean, obviously, I knew something was up, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah. I didn't know what was up exactly. But 
I noticed that he was talking so weirdly. Mm-hmm. The just the way that he talked, the cadence and the level, like the tone of voice, was always consistently loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, "This isn't something's obviously something's up with Ted." Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I didn't know what. I didn't know. I didn't know what, what exactly. was up with Ted until the reveal, pretty much. I had a feeling uh, somewhere like late middle about something because they 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 lean heavy on something um, when, okay, when she yeah. goes to the job. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I heard it and I was like, okay. And then other stuff happens that completely changed my mind. So I was like, then I was really excited about where it was going. So yeah, and I I wrote down what you were talking about yeah. after the fact. Yeah, because I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, so Giles then goes to see Ms. Callender and it's still kind of awkward. And he's like, how did you get your books? And she's kind of like, is this the lamest excuse to come and see me? I need space and time. And then Giles is like, okay, I'm sorry. And then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially the scene he's going in. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's yeah. still, uh, she's still not over it. It's about her. She can't. Yeah, she, yeah, she, go, she still needs space. And she goes a little hard. Space. She goes a little hard on Giles. Giles is puppy dog in it, and she yeah. can't take it. She doesn't want his pity. Yeah. yeah, this is just kind of like a reintroduction of Miss Calendar mm-hmm. and their romance. Not really much going on too much in this scene. Yeah. Um. So then we go to Buffy, and she's at Angel's place, and she's nursing him back to health after his kinky ass. Uh, holy water torture for me i felt like this was like a we missed a scene or something because she's taping up his hand oh i guess she's taping up his hand because it got stabbed okay yeah, yeah. i got stabbed i forgot last he, episode. i forgot about the stabbing in his hand yeah so did i to be honest until yeah. <laughs> i was like what are you oh right because right, right. i was just thinking about like the holy water in his chest but i was like why is she taping his hand but yeah yeah so she's nursing him back to health and then she's ranting about Ted and about, I can't stand this guy. It's all my mom ever talks about is Ted, Ted, Ted with his cookies and his pizza. And then Angel is like, are you ever going to stop talking about Ted? Angel, get used to it, man. You're dating a teenage girl. <laughs> like, what are you? Like, yeah. Uh, and she's like, all right, I'm sorry. And he's like, well, is there somebody that you would want your mom to date? Because your mom seems happy with Ted. And Buffy's like, I want to date my dad again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Angel's like, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but you know what? Why don't you give me a goddamn smooch? She's like, <laughs> something Buffy's I like, want to do. <laughs> finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the gang. And they're at the mini golf course. I think it's uh, Sherman Oaks Castle Park, to be honest with you. Okay. It looked vaguely like it. Yeah, we're trying Have to figure it out. I haven't been to Sherman Oaks uh, Castle Park. I've been the one. I went mini golfing in the before times. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forget where exactly, but it was. It, I was looking at it, and it, it wasn't like that. Uh, that might be Sherman yeah. Park. Yeah, Sherman Oaks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it w- it it is Sherman mm-hmm. Oaks um, Castle Park because you know yeah. all the holes were Castle Park. Dude, that place has this amazing arcade game. Where you go into like this con- this big kind of room and they shoot lasers all over the place and you have to kind of dodge the lasers and touch all these buttons like you're cracking a safe. Nice. That game is so sick. And did I fail miserably at it? Yes. <laughs> Do I still think it's sick? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, the gang's all playing mini golf and the mom lets it slip or, or Buffy, somebody makes lets it slip that uh, well, yeah, Buffy Willow, has bad grades yeah, or something. Willow, she's like, oh, you're not doing something with, oh, are you dating anybody? She's like, no, we call her. And then and somehow Willow like spins it off into like yeah. Buffy the book. Buffy yeah, the, the bookworm. Book nerd. The, the bookworm. Buffy the bookworm, yeah. we call her or something. She's like, oh, yeah. your grades are doing better. And he's, yeah, and then Ted Ted was like, well, hopefully that's the thing because I heard about your bad grades. Yeah. And then Buffy's like, what the hell? Yeah. And her mom's like, sorry, I let it slip that you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. I told him about your grades. He wants to know everything about you. It's like, all right, that got a little creepy. Right? Yeah, that part got creepy. Um. And then so Buffy goes up to shoot the mini golf and she just whacks it. Like, has she never played? She just smacks it all the way off of the course. Sometimes the Slayer strength just like comes out, you know? I guess. I guess she's pissed about Ted knowing about her bad grades or whatever. But uh, so she goes to get her ball and Ted's like, well... You gotta, we gotta play by the rules, and that's a scratch, and you're gonna have to shoot it from the rough. And Buffy's like, "All right, fine, I'll shoot it from the rough." Yeah. What makes this uh, more troubling is that the mom is like, "Oh, we won't count it," and then mm-hmm. the dad, and then Ted is like, "No, we have to set boundaries and set rules and play by the rules." And what we instill in her is how she's gonna be, like, yeah. and it's like he's in between a mom and Buffy when he's saying this, and then Buffy's like, "What are you?" You're letting him say this, and then the mom's just like completely acquiesces and says, "Well, he does have a point, Buffy." And you're like, "Ugh, this is, this is gross." Yeah, yeah the mom's kind of taking it. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't. Yeah. So Buffy goes to retrieve her ball and shoot it, quote unquote, from the rough. She picks it up and just drops it in the hole, and she's like, "Hey, I got it, hole in two. And then Ted's standing there leering at her, and he's like. Oh, really? You really got it? You're a cheater. You didn't follow the rules. This is so symptomatic of everything that's wrong with you. And and Buffy's like, dude, it's just a game. Mm-hmm. Like, I, It's fine. It's just mini golf. I'll put it back. <laughs> and he's like, no, you need to follow the rules or I'm going to slap your smart ass mouth. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Like, that is so <laughs> intense. And he does a great job. John Ritter does a great job of playing like a bad guy in this. Yeah, he's known he really for being does. just like the jovial, happy. But like, yeah, you, he was he was enjoying the hell out of playing this role. Well, it's also awesome because he has that such like a goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. We got to follow the rules, and he's and then he just flips a switch and he's I'll slap your smart ass mouth. Yeah, and then everybody comes up behind him and they're like hey what's going on buffy and he's like oh we just had a little bit of a misunderstanding about the rules but buffy gets it now and who, buffy's who looking like cookies? what the yeah. yeah buffy's like what the hell's happening here? Yeah. it's like when uh like law and order will cast like fred savage to be like a a, a rapist or something on some episode oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i wrote down that uh john ritter is a wb frog in it <laughs> like he's a complete asshole to buffy but then when everybody else is around he's not uh he's he's a swell guy yeah over like too overly enthusiastic yeah and that's what's creepy about Mm -hmm. it people that are overly enthusiastic about stuff and overly nice yeah i don't trust them 
Yeah. And a, um, and, a, and a rule stickler, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So the next day, Buffy and her mom are fighting about Ted. And her mom is like, look, I don't expect you to love him like I do, but you're going to have to get used to him. And then Buffy's like, wait, are you in love with Ted? And then her mom's like, uh, I didn't mean it for, to, to, for it to come out like that. But I guess, yeah, I guess I am in love with him. And then Buffy's like, well, that's funny because he threatened to slap me in my mouth. <laughs> and her mom's like, no way, Ted, are you kidding me? And the mom's already like never believes Buffy and thinks Buffy's a bad seed to begin with. But like, yeah, all the time. Uh one of the weird things are like just troubling, like or not troubling, it just lets you know the mom's mental state. She's like, Well, you know how hard it is to for a, a single mom to find a date and like Buffy almost finishes that sentence for her. And I'm like, Yeah. That's one thing to be like, it's hard to find a person because you you know, it's tricky to date when you're got a teenage daughter and find someone. But that doesn't mean that you just automatically love the person that you're dating because oh, yeah. of that. Like <laughs> it's not a one to one. Well, also, like, Buffy's mom is a good-looking lady. Yeah, like, she's a good-looking she can... lady, but she's she's traveling all the time. She's always importing and exporting art. That's uh, true. You know, it's just she's so busy with business. Yeah. And her, and her daughter's always, like, just causing she, trouble. Her, yeah, her daughter is potentially the worst student in her school, <laughs> according to the principal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, the mom doesn't believe Buffy. And then, so the next day at school, Buffy's talking to Willow and she's like, I want you to dig up stuff on Ted. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, let's get it. <laughs> yeah. and, and Willow is kind of like, what? Why? And Xander's like, dude, that guy's awesome. Why would you want to do that? And she's like, something's up with this guy. I don't like him. Mm -hmm. He's weird. He threatened to slap me. And then Xander is kind of like, nobody that makes pizzas that good is a bad person. <laughs> yeah, well, he's He is hooked. And in the previous scene, the mom's like, hey, we got sticky buns. Uh, mm. Ted made him. I'm like, what is this dude doing? Like, he's right? just cooking all day long. He's like, amazing. Yeah. He's a machine, man. <laughs> he's, he's a machine, yeah. Uh, so then Cordelia walks by and Xander goes, hey, Cordelia, nice outfit. And then Cordelia's like, what's that supposed to mean? Don't talk to me, you nerd and weirdo. And she just like storms off. And then Xander's like, I'm going to go talk to her for a second. Yeah. So then while he goes off and talks to her, Buffy and Willow have a bonding moment about like, yeah, I don't really trust Ted. And Willow's like, okay, I'll look up. I'll dig into it. Yeah. We'll find out some stuff about Ted. And then we go back to Xander and Cordelia who are walking and... Xander's like, what was that all about? I just complimented your outfit. And Cordelia's like, I don't want anybody to find out that we kissed. And Xander's like, we, 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 no one will find out. But like, if you're acting weird, people are going to get suspicious of stuff. And then Cordelia's like, fine, just don't tell any of my, of my friends and I won't tell any of yours or something. And Xander's like, all right, fine. You want to go make out into a, in a storage closet? And Cordelia's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> and Xander's yeah. like eating one of those cookies from Ted in the scene too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. He's hooked on these yeah. cookies and pizzas and <laughs> yes. stuff, man. He loves them. <laughs> uh, so then Buffy makes it 
her mission to go spy on Ted. She goes to his job because mm-hmm. she knows that he's a computer salesman at some kind of company, software a software salesman yeah. or whatever. So she goes there and she sees his desk and he's making a sale. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go do go to lunch or whatever. So he leaves his desk. Buffy hides under a desk. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> it's, it's the worst hiding spot ever. Because he goes to yeah. the board to like put up his number, a dry erase board to put up. I got another sale. I'm going yeah. to lunch. And he just walks off. And um, Ted has by far the most sales. By yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and he walks by the desk that Buffy's hiding under, of course. So then she pops up. And she's looking at the board, and one of Ted's co-workers comes over, and she's like, hey, what's up? I'm a temp for today. My name is Linda. And the co-worker's like, oh, okay. And she's like, hey, this guy Ted, man, he's a, he's a real good salesman, huh? And then the, uh, the co-worker goes, oh, yeah, Ted, that guy, he's a machine. <laughs> he's the best salesman ever. And, uh, and Buffy's I, like, okay. And I kind of hate him and blah, blah, blah. At least he's... And then he drops the bomb that, like, I can't wait for him to go away for the wedding he has planned in two months. Yeah, he's like, he's got a girlfriend. Uh, he's going to get married in two months. And Buffy's like, what? <laughs> I, love the like, mo- I love the moment where he goes... Uh, and she's really cluttered up his desk. And you look yeah. at his desk and there's nothing on it but one picture frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that guy leaves yeah. and Buffy's like, all right, well, let me go look at this picture. Let me look at this desk because this is suspicious. Mm-hmm. So she goes over and on his desk, he's got a picture of Buffy's mom. But it is the picture that was of Buffy and her mom from their refrigerator from a scene earlier in the episode. And he has folded it and, like, basically cut Buffy out of the picture. He didn't cut it, but he, he like, folded it so she's not seen. And Buffy's kind of like, what the hell? This guy stole my refrigerator picture of me and my mom. This is kind of bullshit. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, make the connection to the refrigerator photo. But, yeah, that was the one they pointed out in that opening scene when he says, I know how important you are to your mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he folds it. And it's weird. I think it's weird because he cut her out of it more or less yeah and he didn't just cut it he definitely just folded it underneath into the frame um, yeah why not just cut it uh but yeah no it's not to cut it so that you could have that fold out like oh this is a threat to buffy mm-hmm. like he's trying to he's saying i want the mom i want nothing to do with the girl yeah so then we have dinner time with ted the mom made it a, a thing to be like, Buffy, I want you to come to dinner because Ted's cooking dinner. I want you to be there. So now we're at dinner and Ted's saying a prayer and he is saying the most passive aggressive prayer like aimed at Buffy. He's like, I forget what it was, but he was like, dear Lord, thank you for this food and for making people that want to follow rules and want to get better grades in school and aren't such buttholes to me and their mother. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and then so Buffy's not eating any of the food. Mm-hmm. And the mom is like, Buffy, you want to eat any of this food? And she's like, no, it looks really good. And then Ted's like, well, it's meant to be eaten, Buffy. So um, 
you should eat some of the food. And Buffy is like, I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> the, I forget if she says that there or when they're talking about the no. marriage. Is it right there? Yeah. It's later. It's later because Buffy kind of yeah. confronts yeah. Uh, her mom. and Oh, she's and like, Ted are you engaged? Yeah. Are you too And then her yeah. mom is like, well, no. And Ted's like, well, not yet. But if things are going the way that I think that they're going we're going to definitely get engaged and then we're going to get married and you're going to have to get used to me uh, being around. What do you think about that? And Buffy goes, I think I'll kill myself. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that down. And that's such a, it's such a teenage uh, rebellious statement, you know? Yeah. Like they wouldn't have it in the show necessarily now, unless it's like really like a dramedy, like yeah. one of those because it's so sensitive of a subject matter because we always brought this up in girls girls had so many references to like suicide um oh yeah but here when she says it, it's like classic 90s teen like oh yeah yeah statement and the mom's like what like yeah <laughs> yeah the mom's like geez dude that's yeah. a little harsh yeah and Buffy's like, can I be excused? And the mom's like, you can go to your room. So Buffy's like, all right, fine. Yeah. When the mom said, yes, you can go to your room, did she think Buffy meant that she was going to leave to go somewhere else? Like, yeah, she, you know, there's always something going on at the, at the, dude, we haven't been to the Bronze in forever. I know. In like three, four Oh my God. So. What yeah. happened? <laughs> Where's the Bronze at? I know. I, I felt that. I was just about to say, like, there's always something going on with the bronze. But I, then I was like, we haven't been to the bronze in forever. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway. So Buffy goes to her room and sneaks out and, like, waiting on a swing set. Like, where's all the vampires? I want to kill something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then she sneaks back into her room. And Ted is there waiting for her. And he's like, you broke the rules again. Your mom said that you could go to your room, not go out gallivanting around town. And then Buffy looks around and all of her vampire slayer stuff is like out and about. And she's like, did you go through my stuff? And Ted's like, yes, I went through your stuff. Uh, and I'm reading your diary. And what the hell is a vampire slayer? You're delusional. You're a crazy person. And if you don't start acting right, I'm going to show this stuff to your mother. And then you're going to go to a mental institution. And I was like, Jesus, yeah. Ted. I was like, Ted is playing with fire, man. He's playing games. I know. He is. Well, he's not playing it. Well, I mean, when he like, was sitting, when, when she climbs in and you see him sitting in the shadow, when she climbs in, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And where does the mom think he is at this point? I have no clue. <laughs> like, where he, like, like, is the mom asleep? How late did yeah, she come back? I don't know. They, they weren't dressed like, I don't think the mom was dressed like she was asleep. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so. Maybe she's just doing all those dishes. Like all uh, those dishes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ted's like, well, I'm going to leave now and you're going to start obeying me and following my rules in this house. And Buffy's like, this is my house, dude. And he's like, not anymore. It ain't. It's old Teddy's house, and I'm keeping this diary. Yeah. And Buffy's like, no, you're not. And he starts to walk out the door, and she grabs him, and he's like, you better start acting right. <laughs> and then just, just whacks her across the face, dude. I wrote, he slapped the shit out of Buffy. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, intense. I mean, 
Buffy crumpled to the ground. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, what the hell is going on with Ted? Because yeah. he just knocked Buffy on their ass, dude. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. And then Buffy stands up and she goes, ooh, I was hoping you'd do <laughs> So <laughs> When she said that, I was like, this is a great. Oh, man. It was so great when she was like, I've been waiting oh. for you to do that. <laughs> and then she starts punching him. Then he hits her again and, like, yeah. throws her across the room. Yeah. And then she gets up. He's got a, he's got a heavy up. hand. Oh, yeah. And then so her mom hears all of this commotion. And she's like, what's going on? And she runs in. And this is where genius Ted mm-hmm. stops hitting Buffy. And Buffy is just beating the shit out of Ted. <laughs> like, <laughs> down out of her room, down the hallway. <laughs> it's so and then, good. And then she kicks him and he falls down the stairs and he's tumbling down the stairs and he gets to the bottom and the mom's like, oh, my God. Like, nobody's screaming. Yeah. Like, the mom should be screaming. She's just like, once he gets to the bottom, she's just like, oh, my God, Ted. Yeah. And then she runs down there, checks his pulse, and Ted is dead. <laughs> At this moment, I had a thought. And I, my thought was, is this the best show ever? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean... I was like, is he really going to be dead? Did she really just kill this dude? Yeah. I was very like, what the hell is yeah. happening? And it cuts and the I commercial. And I knew because I, I paused. Yeah. And we're only like, this is a 43-minute I think episode. it was a 21-minute mark. Yeah, something. we're like yeah, halfway yeah. in. I think I did and the I was same like, thing. <laughs> what else could this be? Like, what's going on here? I was, I was like, are we deeper in? Like, is he really gone? Like, because yeah. I'm down. Um, oh, absolutely. I, dude, as soon as he hit her and she said, I've been waiting for this, uh, I was like, this is great TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, this is on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to think, oh, that was my thought process. I was like, did she just kill a dude in her house with, yeah. with Slayer abilities? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And, they, and we go to, and cut to commercial there, obviously. And we mm-hmm. come back. And he's being zipped up in a current, cur- cur- I can't even say it, current yeah. bag. Yeah, and, he's and dead, dude. He's 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 in a body bag. But I also want to point out that Buffy's mom did not see Ted hit her. All that Buffy's mom saw yes. was Buffy wailing on Ted. Yes. So that's really important. Yeah. She should um, she should question, like, why was he in the room? All that stuff. Yes. But the mom's the mom's not clear headed right now. You know, she's, no, she's got uh, some stuff going on. Yeah. She's lonely and other stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the cops show up. They're zipping up Ted. Uh, and they're like, so what happened? They're questioning the mom. And they're like, what happened to Ted? How did he get to the, how did he die? And the mom goes, he fell down the stairs. So she's like lying to the cops mm-hmm. to cover for Buffy. And then the cop is like, did he just like trip? Like what happened? And then Buffy like coughs up that she's like, I hit him mm-hmm. and he fell down the stairs. So she took like the blame for it, which, you know, that's yeah. a pretty mature thing to do. Like, it looked like the mom I mean, was trying to give her an out. She's traumatized right now. Yeah. Which, Buffy's like, I just killed a dude. Yeah. And I had brought this up uh, a couple episodes ago, maybe if like, I wonder, like we were thinking about like a, a Slayer just accidentally killing a person by mistaking mm-hmm. them, thinking that they're a vampire, you know? Yeah. Like, some dude creeps up on you, you just stab him in the chest with a stake. Like, a wooden yeah. stake to any heart is going to kill a person, so. 
like they don't need to be a vampire. Yeah. You're just waiting for them to disappear. You're like dust, dust, turn to mm-hmm. dust. But yeah, I was like, this happened. She just killed yeah. some dude. So they take Buffy in for questioning, and she's being interrogated, and, she, and the cops like, so what's up? What happened here? And then Buffy's like, well, he was in my room, and he had my diary, and he hit me. And the cop's like, where did he hit you? And Buffy shows him, like, on the face. And he's like, doesn't look like anybody hit you there. And he must have hit you pretty lightly, you know? And then Buffy's like, well, I don't bruise easily. And he's like, mm, okay. And he's like, is this the first time he hit you? And she's like, well, he threatened me. He's like, yeah, but this is the first time he hit you. And she's like, well, yeah, and then he hit me again. But then I, like, was defending myself. And the cop is kind of like dismissing buffy as like dude you're a piece of shit you just killed a guy yeah this this scene has a lot of like i could see this one triggering some people <laughs> like yeah it's like the cop doesn't believe in buffy that he that ted hit her but he He's, also is like oh we're not pressing charges we're, we're yeah. gonna go with your story it's a lot of like yeah it, it has this weird vibe of like who's like i thought the cop was on Ted's side or working with Ted or something because it was some weird same vibe going on and I know we always talk about there not being any police in the town with all mm-hmm. these murders full full police station oh like, yeah fully functioning like handling crimes all day it seems like yeah um, there was a lady crying yeah. in the background of, oh, yeah, of a scene probably, at one point probably lost one of another teenage kid <laughs> her high school student kid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you here for the missing person at sunnydale no no my daughter killed uh some guy i was dating oh, okay no we got seven missing persons reports coming up <laughs> um so yeah they're not pressing charges uh and then buffy and ma buffy and her mom are driving home in silence because it's just awkward as shit um, so Buffy goes to school the next day and she's a pariah. Everyone's looking at her. Everyone's talking about her. Basically, uh, Willow and Xander come up to talk to Buffy and be like, Hey, what happened? Like, we trust you. Like what happened? And Buffy's like, I killed him. Like I, he was, he hit me and I am the slayer and I use my slayer strength cause I just didn't like the guy and I killed the guy. And so she is like traumatized. Yeah, I like and, that Xander goes like, so what, yeah, Xander's like, what was he? And she was like, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Just like, like, well, was he was a, a demon, demon, a plant like, person, a, yeah. a bug? Yeah. She's like, no, he's just a person. Just a guy. And I was like, oof. Um, yeah. And I wanted to bring up this. When she's walking into the school and everyone's looking at her like a pariah and like, oh, my God, that's the girl that killed her mom's boyfriend. Right. Mm-hmm. They just saw her fight a cop who was opening fire in the hallway <laughs> last episode right there's no there's no looking at her like oh my god what did she do like there was a cop shooting in the hallway and she and she was drop kicking it with some girl from from a different country that you guys haven't seen before like, like you know what i mean like they can't just look well, at it. buffy's shocked well also my question about this scene was like how quickly does word travel yeah. That, like, Buffy killed somebody, you know? Yeah. This seems like it got there really quick for something that happened the night before. Like. Yeah, and it's the whole was school. It, and was the it in teachers? the paper? Was it in the paper or something? I mean, I guess the cops are there asking. But, like, people didn't was even it, know about the dude. Was it over the that, weekend? People, maybe. maybe it was, like, Friday to Monday. Yeah. But people didn't so even know about the time. dude that uh, that Giles 
Giles's friend who died on campus. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the, that's true. Like the, people didn't freak out about Giles being like having cops talk to him that day. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I just wanted to bring it up. A minor nitpick, but I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, but uh, Buffy's feeling mad guilty, and she doesn't really want to talk to willow and xander about it and xander and willow are like we're on team buffy like this guy there must have been something up with this guy you wouldn't just like kill a guy yeah. and buffy's like nah apparently i would <laughs> <laughs> if they were dating my mom yeah like she's like yeah that and i'm like you know what i'm not gonna date your mom buffy and i'm if i'm xander so i'm like we're good yeah <laughs> i still want you around so giles eventually finds her and he's like hey are you all right Maybe you should take some time off the slaying. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, yeah, that goes without saying. Um, <laughs> or or but, dive deeper into it. Yeah. But then uh, he reveals that, yeah, the cops are at the school asking teachers about Buffy. And, uh, yeah, the, that's kind of like what's going on at the school at that point. What, one thing I thought about was like, if the cops were doing their due diligence, wouldn't they have checked that diary and checked her room and found all that vampire slaying stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Um, he took my uh, uh, textbook because he's a nerd. Like, yeah. like something else because, yeah, I don't know. So then the gang minus Buffy is in the library and Xander's ranting. He's like, dude, something's up. That guy had to have been a piece of shit. Willow, you need to find out something about this guy. We need to dig up, like, did he have any domestic violence records? Because I don't believe that Buffy would just kill a guy. And and then Cordelia says something like, well, you were all about this guy yesterday. You loved his cookies and you loved him, like, yesterday. And then Xander goes, sometimes I like things that are bad for me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Now that yeah. is some subtext. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then, so, uh, Willow's researching it. Giles is putting his weapons into a duffel bag because if the cops are there, <laughs> and the, the crossbow doesn't fit in the <laughs> duffel bag at all. The bag at all. And you can see, you can see, now this isn't Giles. This is Anthony, Anthony Stewart Head, Head or whatever, yeah. Anthony Head. And he's having a hard time, but he's, he's just like, keep trying to, he's so distracted trying to put this crossbow in there. <laughs> it's like those scenes that you give actors and they have to keep doing something with their hands it's like hey you're just gonna in this scene you're just going back and forth and you're loading weapons into this duffel bag and the first thing he brings out is a crossbow that obviously doesn't fit i yeah. was like it doesn't collapse or anything and it's just sticking yeah. out and he's like all right i guess i'm done with that let's go get the yep. axe and yeah. i'm watching him do this too and i'm thinking you know you don't have to go out tonight giles oh yeah he does. like what happens if you don't go out and one vampire survives like, well, I don't, I don't know what happens next, but he's he's saying something about like we gotta hide these from the cops or something, and then Cordelia says something like, "Oh, because the cops are gonna be suspicious of you too because of that demon that you killed or something." Does he say? Well, the first before we get to that, there's something about like they're like, "So what? Buffy killed someone. Shouldn't there be different rules for like her since she's a slayer?" And she's and yeah. then Willow's like, "Oh, you just want there to be a whole." separate thing fascism (laughs) and she's like yeah let's bring back fascism so cordelia's pro-fascism uh okay this is what i just remembered what giles said giles said something like we can't understand what buffy's going through like she just killed a man so Mm -hmm. she's 
got to be traumatized and then cordelia's like oh kind of like how you killed a guy when you brought that demon to life and then giles is like i would much prefer if you didn't bring that up all the time but yeah. yes <laughs> i i was loving i was loving that cordelia was just like throwing out shots and, and saying like her lines in this scene are just great just, <laughs> just and she dude. calls out giles i thought he was gonna have a breakdown yeah but I don't think he's taking the weapons to hide from the cops. He's going out to do the demon hunting. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, Giles has volunteered himself as the slayer. For and they're the like, night. you shouldn't go. And he's like, someone has to. And I'm just like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, there's really yeah. no reason for you to go out. Yeah. You give Buffy nights off all the time. Yeah. And this, it opened up a little window. Do other watchers hunt vampires too? Yeah. I don't know. And you'd think that, like, Giles would be good at it, at least, like, at some <laughs> he was better kind of last physical, episode. yeah, yeah, like, some kind of physical altercations and killings, like, you would think that he, if he's training Buffy, he has to be adept at yeah. something, but he's just a bumbling asshole in some scenes, and then he's the Ripper and <laughs> all this other, like, he's choking Ethan Rain, and he killed a vampire in the last episode he was holding his own last episode he was like wrecking shop in that church yeah so i i don't know it's like just at least have like a cross around your neck or something like it shouldn't be that easy um but But then xander xander starts talking about like you know ted i don't trust him i don't like him but at least his cookies are good we gotta make sure that we save that cookie recipe and he takes a bite of a cookie and then Willow grabs it from him. And she's like, something's up with this cookie. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be something going on oh, with this cookie. Oh, it's because Xander's being super nice. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Xander's being like. Because he was being I'm, aggressive and then he became nice. Yeah, he was aggressive and he's eating a cookie. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just like, you know, peaceful. I forget what exactly he's saying, but he becomes nice. And Willow's like, mm, that's not my yeah. Xander. Yeah. So then we cut to Buffy and her mom, and it's awkward, and Buffy's trying to help her mom and explain what happened with Ted, and the mom's like, Buffy, just give me some space. You killed my boyfriend. Go to your room. <laughs> I watched you kill a man, like, like a day ago, two days ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's right. And you burned down your school gymnasium. This, this murder's going on your permanent record, Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is a tough, this is a interesting self-defense thing. And apparently this guy has no family or next of kin. Yeah. You know, uh, because otherwise you'd be like, someone's going to be like, hey, what happened to our Uncle Ted or whatever? Yeah. Nope. Um. So then we go back to Willow, who's examining the cookie, and she finds out it has tranquilizers in it and some, like, traces of ecstasy. And so that would explain why Xander's been so happy and addicted to the cookies. And it also would explain why all of the food that he made before for Joyce, Buffy's mom, and why she's so in love with him. And why everyone was so smitten with Ted. And it's also Buffy never ate any of his food. Yeah. So it's why she was always suspicious of Ted. Nice little detail there. Yeah, yeah. It's like she won't eat the food. She's not eating the pizza, the cookies. And like he's keeping them drugged up and submissive with this yeah. uh with this stuff and uh so then cordelia comes in and cordelia's apparently been doing some research uh she finds a bunch of files on ted and he's been married a bunch of times 
He got married in 1957. And so Willow's suspicious. like, he must have gotten married real young if that's the case. Mm -hmm. So that raises even more suspicion. And so they get an address and they're like, all right, well, we got to go to his address. So let's go. We got to investigate. So then we see Giles out on patrol with his duffel bag of weapons and he's got a he's walking around he's so terrified of everything and then jenny calendar sneaks up on him from behind and he's about to kill her like why would you do that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but she comes to apologize and be like i'm sorry i was really harsh on you the other day and he's like okay and then right as she apologizes, a vampire comes up from behind her. Yeah, she's like, I just didn't want to be put in danger anymore. And I was afraid and I shouldn't have done this, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, I, I wanted to follow you to a dark park and decide to have this conversation here. Right. <laughs> Knowing what I know about Sunnydale. Um, no, yeah. And seeing Giles with like weapons yeah. and like a cross yeah. walking through a graveyard. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a vampire that's just like, hey, people. Yeah. Yeah. So a vampire jumps out. Here's again my question. Are there people walking through these parts for vampires to actually eat? Because I don't... The only time we see, we see like a slayer and a vampire. But like, why would a vampire hunt there? Like, it it doesn't seem like a good spot to find people late at night at a a local park. Yeah, I mean, nobody goes to parks at night or graveyards at night. Yeah. Like, you do that during the day. Yeah. I mean, their their best idea is going to the bronze. It's just honest. like dumb teens hooking up in graveyards and parks. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I've I've only been to. I went to Central Park at night once and got so lost, and it was the most terrifying experience <laughs> of my life. <laughs> that park is a nightmare at night. And like, it's, it's a nightmare, and it's a labyrinth. Like we yeah. were just. It was me and my buddy at TIFF. We were just lost for hours and by the time we came out we were on the complete opposite end of the park that where we needed to be and i was so scared there's all kinds of crazy people and so yeah don't go walking around parks at night people yeah uh anyway (laughs) public service announcement (laughs) yeah yeah psa for you from the boys uh so Buffy's in her room and she's like, you know what? I'm there's gotta be some vampires to kill. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna sneak out. And she goes to her window and her window has been nailed shut. And she's like, nailed shut? Are you serious? That's so annoying. And then Ted sneaks up from behind her. And oh, she says something like, Can this night get any worse? Ted sneaks up from behind her and he goes, it's about to or something. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Ted. And like Ted's back. And I'm like, I in all caps, I wrote Ted is alive in my notes. But I also wanted him to still be dead. Yeah. Like for me, I'll dive into it maybe after the episode and talk about what my overall thoughts was. But yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So then he attacks Buffy. Uh just knocks her down. <laughs> you can't keep a good salesman down or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then the vampire uh, in the graveyard is attacking Giles. Jenny Calendar. Uh, Giles has a cross and he's like barely holding off the vampire. And he screams to Miss Calendar. He's like, in my duffel bag, there's weapons. So she picks up the crossbow. And as soon as she did, I was like, 
Giles is getting shot. Yeah. Giles yeah. definitely getting shot. This is payback now. You know? <laughs> I was just like, there's so many other things in there. There's the axe, but they, they got the crossbow. And it seems yep. like she should be able to do it. And the timing the timing's done really well on her accidentally shooting Giles in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like she gets the crossbow out and she says some line like, I've been waiting my whole life for this or something like that. Does she? And she says some kind of line like, oh, somebody's going to die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she got over her trauma real quick. Oh, yeah, she did. Uh, so she t- picks up the crossbow and Giles and the vampire are tussling and they're switching places and it's hard to tell who's who. <laughs> yeah. So she just shoots and it shoots Giles right in the ass. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like lower back or something. But yeah, it's it's yeah. close enough. It might as well be his ass. Yeah. Um, how strong are these vampires, man? I have no idea. Yeah. We have no idea how strong anybody is in this series. Jazz is a big guy, though, I guess. He could hold off a, a vampire. Yeah, so after that, uh, we go back to Ted beating Buffy up and knocking her out. And then we go back to Wait, the vampire. Does, does Ted, th- this is before he knocks her out, she's, he cuts his arm. He's choking her. Uh, he's choking her, mm, right? No. No, he's still beating her up. Then we go back let's, to uh, Let's just break down these scenes separately because it's going to get too confusing going yeah, back and forth. There's a lot of cutting back it's, and it's, forth. It's a lot of cross-cutting between the vampire fight in the park, uh, Buffy and fighting Ted. Ted, and then there's also a, probably a little bit of cutting between uh, the, the mystery yeah, team. The, the mystery team's after. The, so, okay, okay let's, yeah. let's do this. So Miss Calendar shoots Giles in the ass. Uh, she's like, I'm sorry. Giles cracks it out of his ass stabs the vampire and then it's, they have a good laugh about it the vampire was pretty chill he's like haha you shot him he's like yeah yeah, stole yeah. The, vampire. The, the vampire was like <laughs> was like roasting miss calendar yeah. he's like Ooh, you idiot way to go yeah. <laughs> wait you shot your buddy yeah it's like i'm like let's let this vampire live let's let this guy <laughs> this guy can hang out with us yeah, and he just has Giles. Yeah. Like he could have eaten Giles like so quickly, yeah. but he's he wanted to take a time to like roast yeah. Miss Calendar. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then Giles digs it out of his ass, stabs the vampire, he dies, and then Miss Calendar and Giles kind of have a a chuckle about it. Yeah, he's so like, Buffy oh, that's and, so much tweed, so much tweed. That's why I didn't go through. I'm like, how strong is this crossbow? <laughs> right, <laughs> this thing should have been lodged deep into you. Uh, but yeah, so Buffy and. Ted are fighting. He's got salesman quips. And then he's choking Buffy up against her bureau or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her her curio cabinet. I don't know. And then he's just choking her. And she's like reaching for a nail file or a knife or something mm-hmm. for what seems like 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And Ted does nothing to stop her. But she grabs it stabs Ted in the arm and then this is the big reveal Ted's a robot a machine he is a machine so people in this show end up with insect people mm-hmm. and end up with robot boyfriends like mm-hmm. and vampires and but but Willow has had a, a robot demon boyfriend yep yep uh buffy's mom has now had a robot boyfriend yep who she apparently probably had sex with at some point oh yeah he's a machine 
um, <laughs> which which opens a whole can of worms. Not the sex part, but him being a machine just opens up a whole lot of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But like his uh, arm gets cut, and it's like the the Terminator, like and you can see like yeah. inside the wiring, and Buffy sees it and goes wide eyed. I love when she sees stuff and does the wide eyed. Oh yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar is really good at that. Where she's like, "What?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then now Ted's like, "Well, you found out my secret," and he starts malfunctioning kind of and yeah. saying things that he said earlier in the episode, or I guess in his past life. Yeah, and he he's did. like, yeah. freaking out at the neck and. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like, it. Oh, I love that he said, "Oh, I love you." Said, "Oh, I I had to shut down when you like." He kind of like villain monologue that like oh when you were fighting me i had to shut down it you should have seen the look on the face when i came back with the coroner or something mm-hmm. and it was just like your idea was getting beat up was to completely shut down your functions and pretend to be dead <laughs> like all That's right bad idea bro <laughs> yeah. um so then we have the scooby gang investigating ted's place after he and knocked so that- her out right yeah, this is when he knocks her out okay. like cold. He yeah. knocks her out for good. He's like, she. He's like, the plot's gotten to the point where I can just knock you out one punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he knocks her out. He leaves. Scooby Gang's at Ted's uh, quote unquote address. They break in. It looks like some kind of weird lab, mm-hmm. and they're like, doesn't look like anyone's lived here in, since like the fifties. And Cordelia makes mention of some rug that doesn't go with the, the rest of the room. Yeah. And Xander's like, oh, that means that something suspicious is under the rug. And he removes the rug. There's some kind of basement attic thing. Opens that up. This is uh, this is actually what uh, I had wanted to see when Cordelia joined the team. I wanted yes. her to be part of them solving, like, like her little weird skill set comes in handy here. Like, she yes. knows, like, decor and fashion and layout. And it's like, every piece of them, like... Xander's addiction to the cookies and like his stuff triggers Willow to search for the cookies to find the thing. And then Cordelia finds this and like everybody's working together and using their like weird personality and skill sets. And that's what I was thought we would get in the first season, I think, when they when she first joined the team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like in the first episode of the show, they make mention about vampires have bad fashion. Mm hmm. So Cordelia could have been perfect for that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know? Cordelia would have been stabbing unfashionable people, just assuming yeah. they're vampires. She's like, she looks up and it's like a 70s night, and she's like, oh shit. <laughs> she just comes in with a flamethrower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just genocides some people. She looks up and sees the banners like 70s night. She's like, ooh. Ooh, does that like Homer Simpson back out into the bushes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so then we go back to Buffy's house and Ted is snuck up on Buffy's mom. And she's like, Ted, are you alive? What's going on? Is it really you? And he's like, yep, it's really me. Uh, uh, I was only dead for six minutes. Bullshit. Like he died for six minutes and then automatically came back to being unconscious for the rest of the time. Well, he's like, if I would have been dead any longer... I would have had brain damage, but I was I was dead for six minutes. It's like, dude, it would have taken way more than six minutes for the cops to show up to her house. Get out of here. But Buffy's mom just believes him because, you know, he could have just pretended to be dead because he probably doesn't have a pulse because he's a robot. 
Exactly. I mean, he definitely doesn't have a pulse because yeah. he's a robot. Um, but yeah, and then he's like, no one's ever going to take you from me. You're going to be my wife. We're going to be happy. We're going to be so happy and all this shit. Is this where he says daddy's here? Yes. Oh, God, it was so creepy. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. And he's hugging her and yeah. it's so and he's gross. like half staring into the camera with that look. Oh, yeah. Well, also, did you notice that John Ritter has like a weird eye? Mm, no. One of his pupils is weird. What do you mean? Like he has like a brown? Like he has like the, what is it? Where you have a different color eye? No, 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 no. He, one of his pupils is like long. Like it's not a circle. Oh, I did not. Or there's some kind of something going I on. I did not it. watch this in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a turnaround, huh, Vance, from our boys watching girls days. Yeah. When I was watching things in 480p. <laughs> Cheap bastard. <laughs> um, that's for that's an inside joke for our previous podcast listeners, boys watching girls. Um, but yes, yeah, so then we go back to the Scooby Gang at Ted's basement, and there's like a 1950s theme going on there, and everything looks like it hasn't been updated for a very, very long time. And Cordelia makes mention of that, mm-hmm. and then Xander goes into a closet. And he opens it up and there's dramatic, creepy violins happening. And then he closes the door and he goes, all right, let's go. We got the evidence we need. And they're like, what are you talking about? What's what evidence? What was in that closet? And he's like, his four dead ex-wives were in that closet. Let's go. It's like the four ex-wives. <laughs> I, I loved that moment so much. Instead of like showing what it is and having like a cheesy creep out, just the reaction on his face and him just immediately walking out of there. Yeah, just closing it and being like, all right, let's go. We yep. got it. <laughs> uh, what's in the closet? His ex-wives? And they're like, let's go. Like, yep. he doesn't want them to see. He doesn't want Willow and them to see it. He's not like, hey, guys, check this out. Like, it's just yep. pure horror and trauma. Like, yep. it's great. Perfectly well done. So then we go back to Buffy's house. And now Ted's getting real aggressive with Buffy's mom. And he's like, you're not going anywhere. I got everything Back at my place, I got clothes your size. Let's go on a trip. Let's leave this place. Let's leave this house. And her mom's like, I mean, I got to get some stuff. What about Buffy? He's like, but don't worry about Buffy. And then he's like grabbing her and like, she's like, let go of me, dude. Like, this is getting weird. Let me get some stuff. And he's like, no. And he gets super aggressive with her. And he starts spazzing out like a robot. Mm -hmm. And she's like, this is fucked up. And then he ultimately punches her, knocks her out. He like shoves her against the wall and she has like yeah. one of those Giles knockouts that he used to yeah. have where he, he just like, you could like kick him in the leg and he'd pass out. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy wakes up now mm-hmm. and she comes downstairs. And- can I say, when Buffy wakes up, she gets up and then she just kicks her door open. Yeah. Like the lock and the doorknob and everything just blows out. Yeah. It's like she shot a shotgun at it. Yeah. And my thought was, why? I don't know. Like, why did she do that? Like, it's her room. She could just open the door. It, it was like, maybe, it was like. Maybe he locked it from the outside or something. It just seemed like overly dramatic for like what it was, but it's fine. Yeah. So she comes downstairs and she's looking around for Ted and Ted's snooping around. He's like, Buffy, I know you're here. 
you better come here and you better act right. You better obey the rules. And Buffy sneaks up from behind him and just whacks him in the face with a huge frying pan. Yeah, she hits him with the cast iron that he was using to make his mini pizzas. Mm-hmm. And if you ever had a cast iron, those things are heavy. Oh, yeah, they yeah. weigh so much. Yeah. And then Ted's face is revealed and it's a robot face. And then she... It's amazing. She hits him it's again. amazing. It's amazing looking. I thought this, yeah, this really was... good. It was an actual... Um, it was actual like practical effect like half yeah. of his face is like ripped off and his mouth is like split he's like kind of like a two-face look it's it was really well done really well yeah done. yeah and uh i think she hits him one more time and then he's out of commission yep um then the next day uh buffy and her mom are bonding over how much ted sucks and they don't like men and <laughs> and the mom's uh, worried that he's gonna come back yeah she well she's been traumatized too yeah but no but she doesn't think that he's dead or gone mm-hmm. she thinks that he's still out there somewhere but he's like don't worry he won't be coming back she's like i don't know i'm just worried and she's like he's on the trash heap you know yeah buffy like had a bunch of robot type zingers about, yeah don't worry about him uh He's uh, been shut down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's out of commission. He's yeah. on the arrow four hundred four. Ted's not found. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, mom. You have to dig deeper into that. Like, what happened? He knocked me out and then just left. Like, yeah, like you, you really have to like dive deeper into. Oh no, that's fine. He just ran mm-hmm. away. <laughs> like, like I'm yeah. sorry. If I'm the mom, I'm I'm sitting Buffy down. I'm like, tell me everything. Like detail minutes explain and the body's gone too so i don't know what the cops think happened yeah it's bizarre i I don't know i don't know it just it just seemed i get it you got to get out of the episode we've had a good one you got to end things but it (laughs) it's so many more questions yeah and well because yeah because later they kind of talk yeah um well yeah so then the next day at school buffy and xander willow are talking about you know Hey, man, Ted must have been a really smart guy because he built all of these robot bodies and like the real Ted died. And I guess he put his consciousness into a robot body and he kept marrying women and bringing them back to be his wife or something. And I was like, Jesus, this is dark. That was a dark, like one sentence explanation of what Ted is. Yeah. And the cops found all of his ex-wives down there and I guess they're still looking for him. Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, so I guess the cops are off the case are on are looking are going to just be looking for this. Yeah, this person who died a long time ago. That's a, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, they just kind of run through like Xander just gives a full layout of how weird this guy was. Yeah. Um, and then Buffy's like, well, I guess we better go tell Giles about it. And then mm-hmm. she walks to the library and she's like, oh, my God, this again. Why doesn't anybody ever lock the door? Or I don't know. And we cut to seeing Giles and Miss Calendar making out hardcore. Yeah. And that is the episode. Well, I want to say in the last scene, Willow also mentions that she kept a piece of yeah, yeah, Ted. Yeah. And, and she was like, oh, my God, he must have been super smart. And I was thinking about this. There are some geniuses in Sunnydale. Like the, Absolutely. The kids that bring people back to life. The scientists that built the robot for the demon. Uh, like, there are some really smart people like in absolutely this, in this uh in this town man like yeah the, i mean yeah. The, the 
it's just un- unbelievable. Yeah. For such a small town, for a one Starbucks town. Yeah. Now, the point I was going to bring up, uh, as an overall thought for the episode, is I really wished that he was just a regular person the whole time. Because I, when I was yeah. watching it, I was like, this is great. Because now it's just Buffy dealing with the creepster guy. Yeah. And it's like, it's not the demon. And I get it. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You got to bring in some type of element of something that's out of the norm. But it was just so emotionally deep when it was just a regular person and the person yeah. being a bad guy when like, she's having to deal with the guilt of killing a, a real just regular human yeah if they were to just like keep him as a regular human he doesn't come back and if find out about him drugging and the ex-wives and that was what cleared her i'd still be down with this episode yeah but, but it, i when he became a robot i was kind of like we already did robots, you know? It's like we did robots and it's, it doesn't have the meat of just like, it doesn't feel like, hey, I, I don't know. I just, it's one of my things where people not believing you when you tell them something is like one of my like big fears of stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, for major things. And like for her to be like, this guy is abusive and a problem and the mom not seeing it and her friends not seeing it and Buffy just having like trauma from that and then it exploding into murdering the guy. I don't know. That was just so good. And it was just like, you couldn't come. There was no way to go up from that for me. Yeah. I mean, in the it would have episode. the way that you would want it. It would have been a way more nuanced and mm-hmm. challenging thing to, to deal with. I mean, he did it the first half. I mean, you would just extend yeah, that for 10 more minutes and then you would find the bodies and exonerate yeah. her in the last 10. But that's not the show. The show is Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer. The show is robots and demons <laughs> yeah. and plant people yeah. and bugs yeah. and hyena spells. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, so, yeah, I can't knock it I mean, for being what it is. The way that you would want it was would kind of be reminiscent of like a girl's episode, to be mm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like dealing with heavy trauma and how to move forward. But with Buffy also kicking his ass. <laughs> Well, it would have. It's also it would have been a good character development point too. Of Mm -hmm. like, she now has this dark darkness to her. Of, I this is my power, and I need to use it responsibly. And blah blah blah. No, I think her like yeah. I think yeah. If she would have killed that guy, and he wasn't like um, I think her killing the guy, and you definitely do the he's a serial killer murder thing at the end just to kind of lift the burden off of Buffy a little bit so it's not like she just murdered some guy that's kind of a jerk you mm-hmm. know like you definitely need that because otherwise it gets way too heavy way too soon for this show you know um, yeah. But, um yeah point of note that I would like to bring up I did just google John Ritter eyes and his right eye there's something fucked up about it like his pupil isn't in the normal spot or he doesn't have a pupil in the center of his eye. Maybe he's blind in one eye. What is is the thing saying that you're reading? Uh, I just looked at the images. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel Uh, like there would be like a blurb or something that would mention. Okay. John Ritter has a birth defect known as Colo Colobama in his right eye. So there you go. Colobama. What is Colobama? You you dove us down this road, so we're going to get the answers. Colobama is a defect in the iris of the eye. It can appear as a black notch of varying depth at the edge of the pupil, giving the pupil an irregular shape. Colobama may be associated with hereditary conditions, trauma to the eye, or eye surgery. 
So yeah, it's just it just makes your pupil look very odd. And this has yeah. been the medical uh, segment. Learn something new, Vance. We're learning something. We're <laughs> we teaching. Have a, we have a PSAs and <laughs> we're teaching. Yeah. We're PSAs. Don't go walking around parks at night. Yep. We learn about Cole Obama. Uh, and yeah, that's the episode for Ted. Any last thoughts? No, I mean it was. Uh, I mean that middle. I mean nothing. Nothing beats that. That surprise of him actually being dead. I was just oh, like, yeah. where is this going to go? Nothing beat the surprise to me of, I've been waiting for you to do that. <laughs> that seemed so good. been waiting all day. <laughs> and John Ritter was great as a creepy person. He had, he, it looked like he was just having, just showing his acting chops, you know? Because I'm sure he doesn't get to do, he didn't get a chance to do this much. You know, I feel like comedic actors and comedians are very good at being creepy people in shows and movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they just are so un I mean, Robin Williams could do anything, but yeah. they're so they can tap into that creepiness energy better than I think any other kind of actors that like John Ritter killed it in this. Yeah, and I mean and John Ritter's only in this because he's the person you wouldn't assume. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it helps to be like casting out of type. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our episode on Ted, everybody. Follow us, Boys Watching Buffy, on Instagram. Email in boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. And subscribe, rate and review, all that jazz. And stay tuned for our next episode. Here comes our predictions. This next episode is titled Bad Eggs, Vance. What do you got? (laughs) I'm going to just go with killer chicken people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, I was gonna say something similar. Yeah, I was like, "There's gotta be somebody like gets a chicken farm." Yeah, and they're like, "There's gonna be something fucked up with chickens." Yeah, I just want to go with that. I could go the you know what it kind of is a implying, but no. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll have to see if that prediction's right in our next episode. So <laughs> I hope it's right. I hope to God that there's killer chicken people in this next episode. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Do you want me to slap that smart-ass mouth of yours?